Welcome to the Unleashed Podcast, where we believe that life is better when it's lived on purpose. My name is Molly Brunk, and I am with Brad Thompson, who is the lead pastor at Be Hope Church. Brad, what's going on? (laughs) We are here and ready to go. You excited? I kind of am excited. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of am excited. Well, today we're going to talk about act like an owner, act like an owner. This is one of my favorite things, but I think you're starting us off with a fumble moment, right? Well... Yeah, we do have a fumble moment to start us off. We do a fumble moment every week where we really just humble our pastor. We humble our friend, Brad, and we just talk about some of the ways that maybe he's fumbled a little bit in leadership. Um, Maybe sometimes they have to do with me, but 99% of the time they have to do with Brad. Um, And so, but he's just humble like that. And so our humble fumble moment. Uh, So our fumble moment of the week this week is the fact that when you moved here to Beaver Creek. Um, This is a new thing. He's been here for about a year. You've been the pastor of Be Hope for a year now. It's been the best year ever. Best year of your life. Uh, Me too. Me too. It's been a lot of fun. You know, um, and this might have been more of a fumble season, but less than a moment. But, uh, and you're also harder on yourself, but the transition is a lot. And so um, when we were talking about the topic today of owner versus employee, and we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but you kind of lived as an employee for a season because of everything that was happening when you first moved here. Um, and we feel like now you like really are living as an owner, but that season of living as an employee, that's not what you necessarily wanted for yourself as a leader, right? Like wasn't well, sure. wasn't what you wanted and stuff. And so do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, the season of when you moved here? Tell, you got to tell your own fumble moment a little bit. That's, that's kind of tough, <laughs> tough for you. Yeah. Um, so so c- coming here, uh, number one, I was gifted this opportunity to come and be the pastor at Be Hope, which is so much fun. Like never in a million years did I ever think that uh, I would be where I am now, pastoring these amazing people and this wonderful team. But um, coming in, my, my expectation, and I think everybody's expectation, is that the team, uh, the team that was in place, would be the team that would carry us to the future. Boy, were you wrong. <laughs> I had uh, multiple meetings with uh, all the, everybody who was on staff prior to coming. Uh, my goal was to have three meetings uh, with every staff member uh, before I began. And, um, and and much of that was really just, man, I wanted to know who our staff was. I wanted yeah. to make sure that they knew they were cared for. And, and really, I wanted to, to make sure that they were in a good place to carry on what was coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know that some of them were interviewing already. Uh, had been interviewing for a while. Uh, by nature, uh, uh, Be Hope moves fast, and we've had this beautiful season for the last five years coming out of COVID where it's been just like, did I say COVID? You did say COVID. <laughs> Sometimes Brad puts R's in words that don't I need think I'm R's. from Australia. Like, <laughs> like, I put R's on my A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Like your mom's name, I'll say Sheeler. Sheeler, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I digress. But, <laughs> but, but we move fast here, and... I think there was just this realization that that some people had had come to this this just this time in their life where like hey I I've put in my time I love this place but but where I am with my family it's like it's just not for me anymore mm-hmm. and so we quickly went from this team to all of a sudden we it felt like it felt like every single week one more person was saying hey I'm done I can't yeah. do this anymore and I was like what is happening. Mm-hmm. And I found myself 
I found myself like not even living into the to the preaching moment and the things that have been called here to do, but it was like we were just solving problems. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do with them living? How do we navigate emotions? Like, uh, how are we going to cast vision in a time where they're they're losing a leader that they've followed for the last five years? Like, it was this whirlwind of emotions and panic and. And in many ways, uh, I felt like an employee because I was caught up in the urgent. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think that's the difference. I'll say it this way: that that employees live in the urgent, and owners live into the future. Yeah. Uh, I heard it said it this way: that leadership is influence. Uh, you've probably heard that before, but I've heard it said uh, it said this way, and I think this is better: that leadership is one's responsibility to live into a new future. Mm. Uh, I love that leadership is one's responsibility to live into a new future. And um, and I think the way that I saw that best demonstrated, not necessarily through me, uh, but but in, in places where I've witnessed that is through my, my sister-in-law. Mm. Can, can I just pause and tell this yeah, amazing story? It. So uh, a couple years ago, uh, I was gifted a sabbatical. And if you're not a pastor, like, it's kind of weird, but we get these every seven years, they let us go on these trips where we get sabbaticals and time away to rest and, and to do something different. And, and so I went out West to visit our in-laws and, uh, and my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, uh, Jeff and Joy, they, they own, uh, uh, he's an optometrist. And so they own their own, own business. And, and so every time we go out, they check our eyes and, and that's like once every five years. <laughs> so I'm blind. I probably need to make a visit <laughs> And um, and so we were going to get glasses, and we were going to get our eyes checked, and the whole family's sitting in there. And then and then my sister-in-law is walking in the door, and I can see her. She's got her kids, and she's got her arms full, and Joy's got a, the purse in her hands, and she's carrying things in, and she's got boxes and mail, and it's like got all this stuff in her hands. And she walks in, and immediately she drops everything that is in her arms. Mm-hmm. She goes back to the to to the office in the very back, and she comes out, and she has got. A broom and a dustpan. Is that what we call them? Mm-hmm. Yep. They're yeah, dust producer pans. Matt is saying it's 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 a dustpan. Yeah, it is it's a dustpan. Dust can confirm. She goes out with a dustpan and a broom. And I'm like, what is happening? And so here we are, all of us, the family, and mind you, there is an employee in the room who mm. is managing the place. She comes out with a broom and she starts sweeping. There was mud all over the floor. Mm. I mean, all over the floor. And she starts sweeping. And 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 the employee behind the desk says, oh, Joy, I can get that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how did you not see that? Yeah. How did you not see that? And this is the difference between an owner and an employee. Mm-hmm. Like, Joy understood that it wasn't just mud, but this mud was a reflection of their livelihood. Mm. It was their business. It was a representation of who they are as people mm-hmm. and as owners. And ultimately, like, I don't know. I've been to some nasty establishments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nasty. <laughs> the other day I went to a place and and there were literally, I looked down in the booth and there were ants crawling everywhere. And I'm like, I am never going back again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, that is but if she didn't care for the mud, it's like, yeah. this is their future. Yeah. What what she could see that the employee didn't was this is about our future. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And here's the best part of the story. My son was the one who had mud on his shoes. <laughs> and so far, for half an hour. Good job, buddy. He would keep walking around the room and there would be more mud after she'd sweep up. And we finally figured it out. It was pretty funny. But but that's what it means to act like an owner. What it yeah. means to be an owner is that you live into the future and you're constantly thinking about what's ahead. Yeah. What matters most. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, that I think that is a perfect example. And would you say that there are different seasons where you go through it and you feel more like an employee versus an owner? Or do you feel like it's something that you carry both of those qualities or is it you're either one or the other? Well, I think this is what separates people who are leaders from people who will always just do the what's. Mm. Uh, I've heard it said multiple times. Um uh, uh, employees always know know what, and the boss will always know why. Mm. And and that's the difference, right? Like, yeah, there. Yes, we have task lists. Yes, every day I get up. There's multiple things. I have my top three that I have to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if I'm not setting time, setting time to think about where we are as a church, where we are as an organization, where is our team? How effective is my leadership in this season? What do I need to do differently? If I'm not thinking about that, mm-hmm. then then we will never take this organization, this church, where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's really what's at stake. And this is just what I have in my notes, is that the whirlwind, which is what employees often find themselves in, the whirlwind will always leave behind what is ultimately the top priority. Mm. The whirlwind will leave behind what is ultimately the top priority. Priority And the top priority for every business and every church, I'm just going to tell you now, is its mission. Mm -hmm. And the mission is always geared towards the future. Mm -hmm. Who are we trying to reach? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? Mm -hmm. What are we about? Why do we exist? Mm -hmm. That is the future. Yeah. So when we were talking about like your personal example and the example of this organization, this church, was that the mission— was put on the back burner, not intentionally, but there was this piece where it was like we were trying to stay afloat functionality-wise and like just making sure that things ran and worked where we didn't get this focus on the mission or like is that what you is that how you would explain it or no? Did you not feel like it went on the back burner completely? Um I think I think what we saw is after, during this transition of not just me coming here, but mm-hmm. then people transitioning and uh, and the former pastor leaving, is is we, we I've heard so many people say we didn't miss a beat, mm. right? And I think, honestly, like, if you aren't behind the scenes day-to-day, all that kind of stuff, you, you would have had no clue what was going on. Yeah. Like, we continued to grow. We continued to see new people. And we continued to to in many ways move our mission forward. Yeah. Right. And and I think that was the unifying factor was in all the chaos and all the things that we're experiencing, we know that we have this one reason that we exist. Mm. And that's the one thing that cannot let go. In fact, uh, part of it was, you know, and this was kind of annoying uh, for some of you in the beginning, but when I first came to Be Hope and I asked us, what is our mission? Yeah. What is our mission statement? Nobody could tell me. Yeah. Like, I think generally they could tell you, but when I asked the staff, it was like, uh. I definitely said the wrong answer. I don't so, know. Yeah. And and so we had this weird practice, and I know some of you are going to make fun of me for this, but but I can tell you and assure you that all of our employees and all of our leaders know our mission. Yeah. Is every Monday we would come in, 
and I would ask somebody to tell us the mission. Mm-hmm. We would cover some core values. Yeah. And we would talk about where we see that at work. Yeah. Every single week, we would give away gift cards mm-hmm. for people who could recite the mission, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And, and I think in many ways, that was a way of centering us on, now, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is our future. Yeah. It gave us something that we could all agree on and focus on, even in the midst of just lots of change happening and stuff. There was one thing that was not going to change, and that was yeah. the fact that where we were headed as a church. Yeah. And so when you think of um, the staff that you're leading, or if you think of maybe a staff that you've led in uh, previous years, what would you do to convey to them the difference between an employee and an owner if they are struggling to maybe think in the future? Yeah, that's a great question. Um. I think one of the the greatest this is just something I've tried to practice with people is is as a leader or as a boss I don't even like using that I never use that word here. Uh, you call me your boss. I call, but that's that, right. Yeah. I say hey boss. Mm-hmm. I call you my boss. And that's about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um I think there's this realization that often people will come to you and they want an answer. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's the answer? Just tell me what to do. That's an employee mindset. Just give me the what and I'll check it off. Like no problem. And, and the shift happens, I think, when my go-to is, and sometimes it's just because I don't know the answer, mm-hmm. but my shift is to ask the question, mm. you know, what would you do? What do you think? And really what I'm trying to say is, have you actually thought about this mm-hmm. for a second? It, I'm going to pick on one of my sons. Do it. The other night, he said, I need help with my, I need help with studying with my social studies. Mm. And so I came over and I said, how can I help you study with your social studies? And he said, I don't know. (laughs) And then he pulls out this worksheet with a bunch of blanks. And I'm like, so do you want me to help you study? Mm-hmm. Or do you want me to read the chapter for you and give you the answers? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you know what he did? What did you? <laughs> <laughs> he packed up all of his homework and went upstairs because he, he knew that he had to read the chapter. He was dead. He didn't he read like, the chapter. He just wanted the answers. <laughs> and that's an employee. And I love my son. He's a wonderful student. I can guess which one it is. So. <laughs> but it's just like, I think sometimes that's the employee mindset is just give me the answers. Tell me what to do. Yeah. And, and I want you as an owner to begin to think about why. Yeah. Like, Think about how do my actions uh, and, and my thought process impact not just this thing that has to be done, mm-hmm. but how does it impact the future of this organization? Mm-hmm. Like everything you do yeah. impacts the future of this organization. Yeah. And I don't think employees always think about that. Yeah. And and owners understand, no, no, no. Like my actions, my thought process, uh, the things that I'm responsible for uh, actually continue the mission every single day. And so they have to shift that mindset. That's good. That's good. Do you have any other notes for us before we wrap up with some uh, hope or nope moments? No, we're going to get to hope or mope. Uh, uh, hope, hope or mope? Hope or mope. We're not mopey. <laughs> You're not mopey. No. Um, so I want to continue the discussion. I just want to give you the big concept of act like an owner today. But uh, in the next three episodes, we're going to talk... Um, we're going to talk about how do we actually act like owners? Mm-hmm. What do owners do? And so I'm looking forward to that. But those will be in the next few episodes. That'll be great. So hope, hope or, nope. or nope. Let's hope go. Hope or nope, my favorite Let's part. Let's go. All right. Ooh. So have you heard of the women's Nebraska volleyball, like, fun that's all happening? They have had 92,000 people in the stands cheering them on, which beats the record of the most people in attendance of a women's sporting event was the Women's World Cup in 1999, and they had 90,000 people. So Nebraska volleyball beat that. So is that a hope or a nope moment for you? Well, let me just preface this. Uh, The only reason I know 
is because you are my external social media account. That's true. Like, I keep you— I'm not yeah. on any social stuff, and I know I should be, but you're I like— I don't think that—I hey, think you're fine. Here's what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you just give me all the news. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, the moment you told me 92,000 fans, I'm, that's a hope moment. I mean, anytime you can bring in 92—I think they said, like, first time wasn't big enough. Let's do it in the stadium. Yes, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's a hope right. moment. I'm I, all in. It's, I'm in for women's volleyball. It's so cool. Okay, perfect. Hope for women's volleyball. At Nebraska. The next one at Nebraska. Yeah. The next one is Nick Chubbs, um, who plays for the Cleveland Browns. Um, He snapped his knee. No. That's a nope moment for you. I don't even care if you told me he he rushed for a thousand yards. The fact that you said he plays for the Cleveland Browns, that's a nope moment for me. Fair enough. That might be controversial. Um, It's fine. Is it because you like the Bengals? If people who like the Bengals don't like the Browns, I do. And I know I can hear all those Browns fans and other fans out there. Or giving uh, giving Joe Burrow the nope. That's fair, but maybe he'll get better. I believe in Joe. I mean, I love JB, but the reality is, like, <laughs> he's not off to a good start. It, the money's going to his head. It's fine. All right, um, this one is more for me because I think it's interesting. Um, what do you think about Travis Kelsey potentially dating Taylor Swift? Is that a hope or a nope moment? I haven't sent you any videos about this one yet. So, <laughs> well, based upon her previous albums, uh, I'm going to say nope. Because you think that there's going to be a bad song written about him Probably. here soon, you know. Yeah. I feel that's how all singers work, right? They just they just pour their relationships out, and it's their art, Brad. Because it's no different than pastors. We just talk about all of our problems. literally, literally. The amount of times that you bring Janelle up in messages is like every weekend. Wait, but to be stuff. fair, I highlight my wife. I never you talk always poorly. celebrate I Janelle. Always celebrate, but my I'm wife. saying you're like, oh, they only write about their spell. Like, let you do that every weekend. True. You talk okay. in good ways. So in good ways. That's yeah. some of love songs are good. Yeah, they're celebrating yeah, nope, love. Nope, for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Okay, fair enough. All right, last one is fall. The season's changing. All of the things that a hope moment, nope moment for you. Sometimes people get sad when seasons change, so I didn't know what you thought about that. How could you get sad in the fall? It's seasonal depression. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced that heaven is going to be fall all year round. Fair enough. Either that or the beach. Fair enough. Okay, so with fall, haunted houses, hope or nope for you? <laughs> I'm going, uh, it's creepy. No. Yeah, that's, no. A, that's a nope. I don't know who would find joy in actually doing that job. A lot of people do. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe we should, that should be our next guest on our next episode. We oh, can yeah. Have we should have haunted people, you know, mm-hmm. the ones that like come up with the hayride and they've yeah. got chainsaws. Maybe we can tell them how to be owners instead of employees <laughs> on the mission of scaring people. So, but that is our episode for today. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Make sure you like and subscribe on all platforms um, that you can. And we will be back with you in just a couple of weeks. 